0: You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in central Virginia.
1: From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Richmond City Council introduced legislation during a Wednesday meeting to officially accept state money to help purchase Mayo Island. The Virginia Department of Conservation and Recreation could contribute $7.5 million to the purchase. A public hearing is set for April 24th. In addition to the state funding, if the ordinance is approved, the city would use $7.4 million of stormwater utility bonds to make the purchase. In total, the deal would cost about $15 million. The city aims to remove acres of parking surface from Mayo Island and restore it to a more natural state. If the purchase is completed, the space would be open to the public. A proposal to site a new Richmond Fire Department training facility on existing Southside green space has led to disagreements among city leaders and community members. Patrick Larson with VPM News
0: reports. The new burn building, constructed of shipping containers, would be situated next to Hickory Hill Community Center and used to simulate disorienting firefighting situations. Monica Esparza, a minister and activist in the area, says noise and smoke from the project would add to existing pollution from industry and surrounding neighborhoods. Which is just inappropriate for someplace where people are trying to maintain peace and health. Other community members told City Council at a Monday meeting that they support the proposed use of the land, and the department argues it has taken steps to minimize the facility's potential impact. Those include runoff and noise controls, and the use of theatrical smoke instead of live burns in most situations. The Urban Design Committee and City Planning Commission have both recommended the project be denied, citing the city's master and climate equity plans. City Council can still approve the project with six yes votes, though it's not currently on the agenda for council's next meeting patrick larson vpm news
1: a federal judge in north dakota has temporarily blocked federal regulations in virginia and 23 other states intended to protect thousands of small streams wetlands and other waterways opponents of the rules say they represent federal overreach and unfairly burden farmers and ranchers the regulations have been halted pending the lawsuit's outcome according to the associated press The regulations were finalized in December of 2022 and repealed a rule implemented during President Donald Trump's administration but thrown out by federal courts. The regulations define which waters of the United States are protected by the Clean Water Act. The Richmond Regional Transportation Planning Organization, which handles area strategies for nine localities, is working on a concept known as scenario planning. Its main purpose is to plan for the unexpected. Ian Stewart with VPM News reports.
2: At its monthly meeting earlier in April, Chet Parsons with Plan RVA told the transportation organization that it's hard to predict what's going to happen in 10 to 20 years. Another pandemic, a war, or climate issues like flooding or advancements in clean energy could again change our world and the economy. The focus area for this is to look at the things that are going to probably cause the most volatility in the future, the most uncertain and the highest impact, because otherwise you're looking at a range of things that may not move the needle very much. Parsons says his team is in the early stages of developing 11 different models to predict what those possible changes would mean for the region's transportation. When these are complete, he says, the tools will help localities and regional businesses and organizations be more informed and better prepared. The public will be asked for comment in the coming months as models are tested and refined adoption of the scenario plan could happen sometime in 2024. ian stewart vpm
1: news the mother of the first grader who allegedly shot his teacher in newport news has turned herself into authorities a grand jury indicted 25-year-old deja taylor on two criminal charges earlier this week felony child neglect and a misdemeanor for failing to keep a loaded gun away from children Prosecutors have not charged her six-year-old son, citing his age. Newport News Sheriff Gabe Morgan says Taylor surrendered herself at Newport News City Jail midday Thursday. She's since posted bond and is awaiting trial. The Vale Brewing Company's original Scots Edition tasting room is closing after this weekend. It first opened in 2016. The brewery says it's closing the taproom to expand production at a new location. To celebrate the move, the brewery is throwing a last hurrah on Saturday and Sunday at its Scott's Edition location. The event will feature food trucks and vintage drafts and bottles from past anniversaries. The brewery is set to open a new home a few blocks away on Belleville Street on April 22nd. Vale operates several other tasting rooms in the area, including one in Norfolk. After a years long hiatus due to the COVID 19 pandemic, Ardent Craft Ales is bringing back its Swine and Brine Festival Saturday in Scott's edition. The event pairs Ardent's long list of beers with food from Royal Pig, Rappahannock Oyster Company, and ZZQ, the brewery's next-door neighbor. Ardent first launched the event in 2014, says Tom Sullivan, co-founder and general manager. He says it was their first big festival
2: sort of dipping our toe and, and learning how to, to throw a big party. And we decided that uh, marrying two of our favorite things would be, you know, lo- local seafood and pig <laughs> um, would be a great co- accompaniment to beer and, you know, give people a reason to come out.
1: Swine and Brine runs from noon until 8 p.m. and is free and open to the public. Drink tickets cost $7 and each food vendor sets their own prices. Well-behaved leash dogs are allowed, but only on the patio. Charlottesville City Council earlier this week approved a 22 percent increase in the city's budget. The multi-million dollar renovation of Buford Middle School accounts for a portion of that spike, according to the Daily Progress. Bonds will help fund that rebuild as well as other capital projects. The city's total budget for fiscal year 2024 will be about $630 million. The city's property tax rate is unchanged. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast.